podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Whistleblowers is back for the season by Labrooks. And this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, don't take it seriously. We're only bugging. Welcome to the Whistleblowers. My name's Stuart Wright. And this season, we've teamed up with Lab Brooks. And we'll be bringing you plenty of specials. Our first is bet £5, get £20. This means if you deposit £5, Lab Brooks will add another 20 to your account. As listeners of the podcast, you can get this by following the link bet.thewhistleblowers.net. Right then, we got we got one one uh, returning face and one new face to the show. New face, hello, Steve Lowe. Uh, I shoot, yep. Of the Arsenal Parish. Yep. <laughs> we'll get on to that in a minute. Yep. And uh, Andrew Burns, you're back. I am back. I didn't think you would have me back, but here I am. <laughs> and uh, and with that with the accent and. Uh, and living in Hackney, you're obviously an Everton fan. Obviously. You're going to ex- make me explain this again? No. <laughs> I mean, it's a convoluted story. I'm sure people might need to catch up. <laughs> it could be its own podcast. We'll do that next year. Yeah. So, North London Derby, Steve. Yeah. What, uh, what, do, you think, what do you think went on? Well, I think it's all, you know, North London Derby. It's always going to be a one-niller. You know, and uh, I think I think it was pretty much to form. I suspect, you know, I think Kane was always going to score, but you know, he doesn't save those goals just for Arsenal. Well, he's been a bit of a thorn in the side, hasn't he, for you? He's like, been the thorn in the side of many teams, <laughs> but particularly, so I, you know, no, he's been, no, he's been, you know, he's he's he's, you know, he's. World class, and that's why Spurs aren't going to keep hold of him. <laughs> oh, that was a nasty dig early on, Steve. Early it's on. true. But Petr Cech was man of the match, which I think speaks volumes for where the, where the game went. Oh, yeah. I mean, the attacking force of Spurs is pretty, you know, potent at mm. the moment. And, you know, if... You know, so I wasn't surprised by that and the fact that you know, the wind's in their sails and, you know, Arsenal in a massive transition phase. Massive. It feels right. like you've been in transition all, all season and, and, the, well, end, no, look, and look, the end of last season as well. Last season, yeah. It's, it, well, the, the, you know, the rumour is that Ancelotti's coming in, that, that you know, they're changing the backroom staff around Wenger, mm. you know, not with his consent. Yeah. And I think they're just, you know, giving him the, res- you know, the respect of like, okay, you're not going to, bow out gracefully we're not going to get rid of you but we're just going to change the you know change the wallpaper the sofa and eventually the chair he's sitting in he'll be lifted out and that's, and that's are it. you which which ca- I can't I can't judge from the tone of your voice there Steve which camp are you in as far as as far as Arsene Wenger are oh, you no, no you got to give him you got to give him the utmost respect I, I you know it, it, the trouble is it has gone into slightly the pity side of it you just think oh do yourself a favour and <laughs> like, I can't believe you why you bother but it's obviously you know he, it, you know he obviously loves the club and there's obviously ego involved mm. but it's you know it's like do yourself you, you've done it you you transformed the the club already you transformed premiership football mm. you yeah. know already and it's like yeah. it, he just thought he could do it and it just exponentially moved away from him and the fact that when Pep joined up 
Mm. He should have known then, just like, there's yeah. absolutely no chance. Yeah. I mean, you know, there is no chance anyway of, you know, competing with the likes of Man City anyway, just on the, the you know, the bankrolling of the players. Yeah, you get, I, get, I, get, I get the impression that it's a bit like, um, I mean, Ferguson got his last league title, didn't he, before he bowed out, yeah. which I guess Wenger kept hoping he would get. And and it's lo- it's looking incre- from about like say like four years ago would you say was where the kind of writing was yeah, on the wall? Yeah, yeah. I, I think four years when you know it was like oh is he going to go? You know it would have been. Oh, everyone was like you know it's been a good stand and it's been you know. It's- How much do you think Arsenal are victim of of sort of? I mean the joke the joke used to be you know you don't win a trophy for finishing fourth but Arsenal used to do it with ease and do you think that that sort of almost like treading water by finishing fourth and then not actually getting any better has been. Oh no! That, that yeah, that was balancing the books. Yeah, you know of the change of the stadium. You know, move to the Emirates, pay back the loan, and so yeah, that you know that's why the directors are totally fine for that for that period. Mm. But I think now it's like okay, the books are balanced. You know, the wage cap is down. You know, it's not like well, you know, like Sanchez going to Man United. 350 grand a week that you know even man city were like we're not well we're not going to do that so what do you think the net effect is there for you you've lost Giroud and sanchez in the in the window and you've gained mctarian and Yang. do you think you've come out of that okay yeah i i yes yeah, sanchez was you know peeing in the water <laughs> peeing he in the water was more trouble than coutinho at liverpool wasn't he i mean coutinho seemed to at least be yeah he was he was sanchez was terrible to start this season Hmm. You know, and it was just like, and, you know, I've seen in games, I've seen him, you know, demoralise the rest of the team Hmm. on the pitch. And even though he's been guilty of giving the ball away more than any other player. And it's, you know, and it's, it's, you know, it's really difficult to understand, you know, a player that says his dream team was Man City and then price himself out of that <laughs> championship. You old cynic used you know, <laughs> you know, champion, potentially a quadruple winners of the thing. And it's, and it's really like, I mean, I don't understand it. How many, you know, hundreds of thousands do you need a week? You know, I was gonna what, say, I mean, one I'm, would do me. I was going to say, I mean, I remind, you reminded me of that classic quote from, uh, I think it was from Wenger to Nicholas Elka. He said something like, he'll wake up one morning and realise he can only sleep in one bed and only drive one car. Yeah. <laughs> And it's kind of like, you know, not to get too philosophical about it, but it, it comes down to that, doesn't it, I suppose? Yeah, well, hopefully you said to Van Persie, one day you'll wake up and you'll be playing for Venabachi. <laughs> it all seemed a long time ago. But, you know, but it, it's that thing. And, it's, and, you know, and it was ironic in the week that Jimmy Armfield died, you know, that Sanchez did that move. And yet he was, uh, he was at Blackpool, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He was at Blackpool and he knew that the Matt Busby had, like, sort of tapped up for him mm. to join. And then the uh, manager of Blackpool just was like, I, I hear people have been talking to you. Tell them to come and talk to me because I'll tell them what I'll tell you. You ain't going anywhere. And he was just like... <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And he, yeah, he was a one-club you know, one man because, yeah, he could have gone and moved, mm. you know. Like, as fate would have it, the year before the Munich crash. So mm. it's like, you know, how, who knows how, you know, life's rich tapestry pans out. But... It's interesting that he was just like, and they. I heard an interview with him, and he was just like, "Yeah, I just said fair enough. I'll get on with it." Now, the, the interesting about the going back to Northampton derby was that you weathered the storm of the seventy-five minutes of Tottenham not taking the game away from you, 
and you bring Lacazette on, don't you? Yeah. And from a game that you didn't deserve anything out of, it looks like you've been outdone to in the with the misses you had at the end of the game. Wow, well, that's football. I was going to well, Tottenham it, it, did exactly the same at Liverpool the week before, didn't they? Well, no, yeah, but Tottenham were absolutely hammering us. That's why Petr Cech got man of the match. So it's like, you know, they could have said, you know, they could have, they could have won 5 nil. Mm. So, you know, it's... it's but as, as the news was just before we started recording, Lacazette's going to be out for, what, six months, did you say, Andy? Six, six, six weeks. Six, six weeks, weeks, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a long time in what's left of this season, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's been... It's a shame because he was... You know, he looked like he was. You know, he looked like he was really progressing nicely yeah. in the Premier League. Po- and then positive start, wasn't it? For the, for the I think he's a victim of the Sanchez disruption. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think he just lost his confidence. I think, yeah, I think there was a lot of pressure. Then, you know, the pressure of the Premier League mm. and the fact that, you know, every performance is scrutinised. You know, throughout not just the club but by the media. Mm. I mean, Conte said that about Morata, didn't he? He was like, I don't think Morata knew how much he had to work to be in this league. No, you know, yeah. and, and the scrutiny you're under, like, you know, for example, you know, like on, you know, Monday Night Football 606, you know, you are... Podcast. Yeah, the pod- <laughs> I was going to say you're doing it right now. <laughs> the podcast. Yeah, yeah, but it's no, no, a totally constant not. thing and, and it's very specific, you know, scrutiny of like, miss that, this is the stats, this is happening, this ain't good enough, you know, and people just say, no, you're not good enough, where, maybe, you know, maybe in, you know, you know, in, in French football, it's a lot more like, Give him a chance, and there's you know there's no there's, there's there's no letting up. Well, no one's talking about the fact that Arsenal probably had I think what was it one shot on target before he came on. Is that right? I think it was something like that. So, so you know, like, Tottenham no one's talking about the fact that they haven't created any chances yeah. prior to that. It's just because they're obviously. It's a good segue that, and, and almost like a self-inflicted it. wound. Oh, <laughs> but I've been known for it. Ever- Everton, Crystal Palace. You were uh, good result. Very, very, very good result. Very much needed. Yeah, and we'll get onto that in a bit because the the, uh, the bottom half of the table is a is a, is a tight concertina of points. Yeah. But but um, but you you guys winning, does it paper over cracks as to what Allardyce isn't doing as opposed to Everton needing to be in the Premier League and that's all that's important. I I, I mean papering over cracks is possibly I don't know that's not quite a drastic enough analogy of it all. Is it steel straps welded on? Oh, man, it in place? it's just <laughs> it's just unbelievable. I can't. Every time I think we're taking a step forward, and whether that's with the second of Koeman and mm. the emphasis of Unsworth coming in for a little bit, and then obviously now Allardyce, a couple of the signings coming in. Every time it feels like we're moving forward, you watch the next performance, and it's just abysmal. Absolutely. I mean, Allardyce seems to have got walked into the. The Roy Hodgson school of um, lowering expectations. I mean, when you got when you oh, they've got to be pretty low with Sam Allardyce. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the, um, I mean, we were pretty low when he took over. So yeah, I mean, to be fair to him, in but, that but regard. When, when you when you when you had that horrible result away at Tottenham, yeah, which I had the misfortune of going to. Yeah, actually, what was that? Yeah, what was the final result of that one? Four uh, <laughs> nil, I think. Four could nil. Have been about and, yeah, it could have. That could have been eight. And oh, I think man. and and um. And it's one of your three games where you had no shots on target the entire game. Yeah. And then your manager comes out to the press and says, You need we need we probably need to be a bit more boring. And you're like you're like, at what how much boring do you get than not than no you shots on you goal? You don't happen to have the stat of how many tackles we actually put in that game, because I think that was the fundamental problem in that game. Was it? Uh, we just couldn't get anywhere near Tottenham. We had players in positions that were ineffective. I think, I can't remember the, the Tottenham right fullback's name on that day, but he was cutting down the right wing for about the first Trippier, 20 minutes. Trippier, is it? Or was it uh, Davis? No, it wasn't Trippier Davis? that day. No, 
forgetting his name. I think he's new this season. Um, anyway, he was just bombing down that right-hand side. And we've got that problem where from having the most solid back four in the league to pretty much having the worst with inconsistent kind of setups. And we have got a right footer playing uh, left back and a, and a, a right footer playing left wing. So mm. everything's coming inside. And there was just oceans of space. And you could see it all day. Wembley's a massive stadium and had a nice high seat. And it was just, it was like, they're going to put a cross in in a minute and it's going to go in. So and, what worked on a, Saturday then for, for your win against Crystal Palace? What did work? I, I don't want to say we were lucky because that sounds awfully pessimistic, but... I mean, it sounded like possibly the most boring game going again mm. in, in the first half with not a lot between the two sides. And then we had that one long ball at the start of the second half. It's almost like Crystal Palace haven't quite come out yet. They haven't quite switched on. Yeah. And the ball drops. Nias just gets a foot on it and it drops to Sigerson. If you want it to drop to anyone, it's going to be him. That was a great shot, though. With a massive deflection. And it's that thing. It's like we've had so little luck this season mm. that you just need. And particularly at home, because one... Once we are at home, and and you know that his record at home is actually really very good, which is mm. quite surprising. You know, it has been an absolute fortress for us for quite a number of years, and then the momentum goes, you know. But all of the goals are a little bit scrappy and a little bit, oh, and it, you know. And then obviously we still had a little panic moment in the box. Nias looked as surprised as everybody else that he scored a goal. Yeah, like when you see it was his head, it looked like, like the like headed, headed it out for a throw-in, <laughs> and then somehow it manages to go in. Yeah. I was like, he's. Defying, defying the laws of physics, right there. I mean, he's a, I guess he's a, he's a player. He's he's kind of your options aren't great, are they not? For no, for a guy to lead the line. No, and I think I would love to see Calvert Lewin play a bit more because I think we always talk about a young English talent, and I think he's got a lot to offer. But in a team that aren't playing well, I think it's unfair to expect him to lead the line and to to be the main goal provider. So I'm quite glad that he's taken a little bit of a step back from the limelight and is able to come on and obviously got a goal against the one goal against Arsenal we, we managed yeah. the other day but I think Nias he has he has that unpredictable element to him He's he can be quite physical and I mean you just never know he's been absolutely awful and there's been games where he's just bullied defenders but you know when we, we literally have no other options I mean we've obviously signed Tucson in the window and which I think my favourite thing about it is he's played about 90 minutes and there's a Turkish shop around the corner from my house and every day that I go in then they're like, how's your new striker? And then <laughs> I won't say what they say that years afterwards, but they don't think he, he they don't think he's very good. And how much you pay for him? Was that 30? 27 million. Yeah, that was a 30 million. Yeah. It's well, weird, how much have Everton spent? That's the ah, thing. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go Klassen, um, uh, Toussaint and... Well, Sigurdsson was 50, wasn't he? Yeah, Sigurdsson's 50. And there's some... Uh, who else isn't getting a game at the moment? But it's like it's like 90-odd million we spent on three players. Who why, why do... I literally mean, haven't... Like, Klassen hasn't kicked a ball all season. It's like a perpetual problem in football, isn't it? Where where you have... you have The idea that if I spend a lot, then they must be good. There's like this, this belief in football transfers, isn't there? Yeah, well, I mean, I think with us, I, I think the last time I was on, we meant... I kind of loosely mentioned about it being related to the, the bail selling with Tottenham where they assigned a bunch of players, Yola Mellas and all those and, mm. and they, they went through that awful period where it just didn't look like it was going to gel and everyone was like one man team one man team and oh, it just took good times. it just took Pochettino <laughs> just a little bit of time to mould it how he wanted let some of them go brought and obviously he had the revelation and which I think is the major thing of Kane and yeah. Ali coming through the, the youth ranks and we're in a similar position where I think there is that idea that you can just spend money. Because for for me, like, obviously you think we've spent 50 million on Sigerson. For me, he's been awful. Yeah. Like, he completely unbalanced. Trying to play him and Rooney just completely unbalances the side. 
It does strike me as a one or the other, doesn't he's it? Not, not. He's not a left winger. He doesn't possess the pace to tear people on. He's mm. right foot. He wants to cut inside all the time, which when we've got a right... He's number 10, really, isn't he? He's a classic yeah, number 10, he's, Sigurdsson. He's number 10, because he, he can go both ways with both feet. And, yeah, he should be playing number 10. And to be honest, really... Also, he's lost all his confidence He's well. lost all his confidence. You know, from, from what happened, you know, from like... He resurrects his career, didn't he, back at Swansea, and yeah. he makes his 50 million yeah. move. And yeah. But... I mean, because he is so dangerous, because he has... I mean, he's probably our second highest goal scorer, I would have thought now, behind Rooney, who's basically only high because he's knocked in a bunch of pens. I mean, I mean, at the moment, Allardyce is only here for the season, isn't he? What yeah. Have Everton... What's, 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 well, well, that's the interesting thing, yeah. because after the Arsenal game, I don't want to just bring that up, but <laughs> after the Arsenal... Was, was that 5-1? Ha- yeah, 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 that, that was 5-1. I mean, you should never... Very kind there, Steve, never, to hold on to that. For but, that. you know, but... But Allardyce did the classic thing of then, after the game, criticising the players and saying they didn't have the desire, you know, and stuff. So basically, That's the nuclear option, isn't it? Yeah. Well, ch- public... chucking them under the bus, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and then sort of saying, you know, this is what I've got to work with. And it's like, I mean, he can't stay he, there. He, keeps, he, making, stay he there. keeps making very distant statements. Like he was talking about our home form uh, on the Match of the Day interview. And he was talking about in relation to the waveform, and he was like, "We've had a, they've they've had a problem with the waveform since way before I got you know like and a lot yeah, of yeah, his yeah, statements yeah, yeah, are very yeah. distancing like that, which yeah. doesn't really endear. I was on the side of town when they lost that away game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> counting my six million quid or whatever he's getting allegedly. I don't know. Is it six million? Could be. Oh, I, 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 yeah, something I, like that. I wouldn't so, surprise me. Stoke Stoke Brighton should have been Stoke two Brighton one, but in this seems to be the season where everyone is disputing who takes penalties. And whoever gets to win the penalty doesn't t- doesn't actually score it. It's like, yeah. and when you watch Charlton I mean, and Jesse having their fight, it, it's man. I mean, it, it's one of the most difficult things to do in football is to step up another guile to take one to yeah. then have a teammate put doubt in your mind of like, oh God, should I have let them have it? And I mean, it, we had a classic one a couple of years ago with Baines and Morales. Like Baines, practically, I think he'd one, missed yeah. like one penalty in his entire career so far, and. We, I, th- I think we ended up losing that game. It's how, it's how, it's how like your colleagues can think. I tell you what, if I wind you up, that's going to make you even more tense about taking the penalty. Well, does it show uh, lack of the role of the captain in modern well, day well, sides? Well, I think was it maybe, Shawcross, yeah, maybe. their captain? Didn't yeah, he, yeah. I mean, didn't he Ad- came Ad- in Adam's and kind of bossed it around. Adam had come on a sub, but so had yeah. Hesse, the guy who I think had got fouled for the penalty, and obviously because he got fouled for the penalty, he wanted to take it. And it was like, which no. Is, which is like schoolyard yeah, stuff. Yeah, it, really. it? it is a bit like, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a striker, therefore I will take it. And, and obviously um, Stoke had, but Adam hadn't missed the penalty, I don't think. For, but obviously in the, in the melee, as it were, that was, no, I'm taking it. No, I'm taking it. No, I'm taking it. it but it, I mean, in that relegation battle scenario, you can't do anything to give the opposition. But, and, uh, because if you see the next five minutes of that game, it is absolute insanity. Pinball, like, wasn't it? It was no, pinball on like, the Brighton well, line. The fact that Charlie Adam actually got fouled, and then it was handball as part of that tackle. I was going to say, what do you like, think? It of should that? it should have been a penalty immediately penalty. again, and I don't think I've ever seen that before happen. Like, so he takes a penalty. I don't know if you see that, Steve. The, take- the, the, the Brighton centre half completely went through Adam, missed the ball with his feet, and then knocks the ball out for a corner with his arm. Oh no, no, I did hear that. I, yeah, yeah, it I, was absolute sort of. This is after the penalty miss. You're like, so Adam's gone like up in the air because the player's gone through him. And then the fellas actually knocked it out with his arm. So it's like a foul and handball. I've seen that a couple of times Have you this season. I think it's the oh, rebound not, thing. Not the, ha- not the, the handball the thing, thing but the... The follow-up. The follow-through on a player in the penalty area. 
For a rebound, oh, you mean? On a yeah, after yeah. they've got the ball away, yeah. and then the follow-through, that anywhere on the pitch be would, free, yeah. will be a free kick. Yeah. Now, now Man City... Um, also, then Charlie Adam nearly scored from a corner directly he after did, that. Did he? That was quite cute. Though, oh it? man! It, oh, that I was loving that last couple of minutes because there are always those games where you're like, "Oh, that looks like the most boring game ever." And then there's like a ten minutes. We should just start chopping games down to the last ten minutes. But scoring, when scoring a goal from battles. a corner would have been classic playground football, wouldn't oh, it? Oh well, yes, it would have been the, know, the perfect response. Yeah. <laughs> imagine the words in that dressing room after. I mean, I don't know who'd you bollock more. Is the manager picking the player who, who, who got into Adam's head, or is it? Uh, 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 what do you call him? Lambert came out and he did say, "Look, he's missed a penalty. It's not the first one he's taken. It's not the last one he's going to take. Yeah. He nearly he always scores. He nearly always scores, yeah. and he's a good striker of the ball. Like you just put him back in. But you can't, I don't. You can't blame someone for missing a penalty, can you? No. Well, look, let's go for a break. <laughs> The Whistleblowers is back for the season by Ladbrokes. Right then, let's uh, let's just continue with our review of the weekend. Um, one spectacle that uh, that took me eye was, I think it's Aguero's hat-trick goal, isn't it? The uh, the shot from outside the area. A, it's, four, it's, fourth. it's fourth. Is it fourth goal, is yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean well, you, you, funny you, you picked that out, because I assume you're going to talk about the blaster, but I'm all about the chip for the third. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, yeah. go, we'll go there. We'll go there after, but the blaster where, where I mean, A... How the shit in hell does he get that much power behind the ball? And B, how does he make it go up and down yeah, over yeah. such a short space of time? Yeah, uh, he basically lobbed Schmeichel yeah, on his, his line. With wild blasters. Whilst he's on his line. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he went through him, didn't he? Went, went yeah. over his, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing my hand on yeah. a podcast, so you can't yeah. see that. Yeah. But uh, he was centre of a goal, wasn't it? It wasn't like it was posted. Yeah, it was, I know, and that's the thing. It was de- he was dead centre. He was there. It's he, not even a great angle. You know, no, to, no, there's like, no angle. It's yeah, almost it's, straight yeah, on. It's, yeah, yeah. It's no, just I, an unbelievable hit. You just, I mean. So you prefer the which goal? Do you prefer? I didn't say this? I prefer it, but oh, okay. I think on. I think just thinking about the goals that Aguero scores, cutting in from that right quite often as he's played in. Cutting. He blasted the first one, which kind of just hit Schmeichel and went in. And then for the the, the second the second goal, he on a, yeah for the hat trick goal, mm. he chips. He does that dinky little chip, which I think is Schmeichel's coming out. He's obviously just had one blasted at him, and so mm. Schmeichel goes big, expecting him to do the blast, and he's just like, "Oh, oh no. it was, oh, it no. was cheeky." Oh no, I've it? got more in my arsenal. Than oh. that. I just, I'll just dip one over you. A bit mate. like Salah's the other week. Yeah. Oh man, how he got through that. Oh, oh against Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man, that was. What uh, is the, the point about that goal? Was it, stuff recently, that's a, I mean, I, you know, without a feeling of exaggeration, that's like a messy goal, isn't it? Where yeah, you've yeah, got five yeah. defenders around you, and you seem to come out with the ball. Is that messy with an eye? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a very neat goal. <laughs> <laughs> No, the footwork, the footwork, and then the the dink because it, you know, I, the keeper didn't even see it. Yeah, the keeper's not even mm. keeper's thinking what is going on. How's he got through the players? And then he's, the ball's already past him. But the, the the Aguero one was like you say. It was you've seen some other goals I've scored today, but that's not all I've got. <laughs> but isn't it weird that the, early in the season there was there was a view that. Jesus was his number one choice at City. Yeah. And, and all of us are going, what, not yeah, Sergio Aguero? Mad, mad. Isn't he like the best forward? No, because he said he didn't work, he didn't, didn't work enough. So that's, that was his mentality. So he's got an Aguero's edge, you think? Yeah, he put, big time he got in his head. Yeah. yeah. But it, I, don't, I don't think it's any coincidence that he's now hit a really hot streak since Jesus has been, been out injured. He's been out for quite a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Because I was worried about Aguero because I really like him as a player, but I felt like because he's been quite injury prone since mm. he came to Premier League, he probably would have broken way more records and his the stats would be. Now, like anyone wild. saw that game but, on, a, on on the on the live on the mm. Sky? It was uh, Carragher during the commentary was talking about how City conceding the one goal was <laughs> when when they when they come against the opposition in in that Europe. They, they're, they're susceptible, like as if he's found a flaw in Man City. They scored five goals. Like, what is it about the English in particular that we kind of, we value the nil over, over five? Because we're know? not creative enough to score enough goals. But why can't we be and that? Thus, having a solid defensive unit is how we build upon and get into games. I mean, I sound like Sam Allardyce. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 it's rubbing it, off on me. It's rubbing <laughs> off on you. What do you think? Because you, you, Arsenal are not a team that value the nil as much as they value the four, are they? <laughs> Barely. You can't value, <laughs> value what you don't have. Back line. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, yeah, I think, it's, I think it is that thing of like, uh, well, you look at, you look at the England, English national team, you know, look at England, you know, and it's like how uncreative that is. The fact it all almost always is try and keep it tight, and then something might happen. So it's the fear of the other team rather than what you can do. Yeah, I think it's. I, well, I think it's. A, I think, Which it's I think a, City don't have is the point, mm, isn't it? Really, yeah. City. I, I, I think it's that whole thing of that, that the inherent thing of like the, like the continental players are going to be more skillful. Mm. You know, so don't better pl- technique as they better say. Better technique. Don't play them at their own game. You know, keep it tight. Clear your lines. Hoof it up the pitch, we know, which is what well, you know. When you see England and World Cups or Euros, it's just like the root clear one, lines, yeah, clear the line. root one ball that you just like, well, this ain't gonna work but in this day and age. It ain't gonna work. No. So you know, yeah. I mean, you look at how many international players we've kind of got in our league now, but yet you still sometimes there is still that feeling that because it's an English team, they are going to sit back and defend and then try and hit a break. Well, let's be honest, Conte loves a long ball yeah. to a forward, doesn't yeah. he? So I mean, it's not like it's a. To be fair to Carragher, though, I don't think it's such a bad... It's not as bad a criticism as perhaps you've made out because in, in those tighter games, that crucial mistake, like I think I think it was Otamendi, wasn't it, mm. who kind of made the balls up. Yeah. It's like in the right... Like, say you're, you know, it's Man City-Barcelona at the he had and that's the last 80 minutes and it goes in and then all of a sudden you're going back to the new camp and they've got an away goal. Mm. You know, it's that kind of idea I think he's probably trying to scrape out. But let them win 5-1 and let's now, all be su- happy with how surprise surprise the surprise was all the weekend was uh, Newcastle beating Man United. Or, or was it yeah. a surprise, Steve? Uh, on current form, not massively surprising. I'd say, I, you know, I'd say they've got... They, again, you know, under Marine, there's something going wrong there. There is, you know, it's like with Pogba... You know, he's oh, he'd he look huffed, on his, his oh, way off my. again, didn't he? Uh, yeah, and, it, and he's look on his face when he was it, like it's on the bench. It's just like you know, and it's like, well, Mkhitaryan going to Arsenal. Look at the difference, like you know that he's already he's mm. free. Yeah, he's yeah. free. Yeah. It's yeah. like oh, <laughs> you know, and it's like that's why it's going to be interesting to see how Sanchez is going to operate in this. I don't, you know, and like with Mourinho, then starting to blame the fans. Where well, same old, same old. Where it's I don't know. It's it, there is something odd going on there you know and you know and he was you know he does all the his shtick now that it's like oh yeah but you know we were really unlucky and you know and you aren't we bored of that I think I think we've got a bit wary of his like as in tired not not even just well, like he looks tired saying it yeah yeah you know yeah. he looks depressed and fed up 
me, you know. Because nobody's like, bitten, have they? Nobody's really bitten his. No, no, and it's Klopp's like not you know, playing and Guardiola's not playing. Yeah, and, and like and like and Wenger's not playing, is he? Yeah, and Pep is just obviously like, you know, check it out. Look at the points total, man. Yeah, yeah. Check <laughs> also check out the style we play because you know the one criticism of Mourinho. Well, there's a lot of criticism of Mourinho, but one of the big ones is like it's boring. He plays boring football. Yeah, with seventy million pound players, it seems a weird yeah. seems a weird contradiction, doesn't it? I'm going to play bog part and and then just like really take it out of him. So he's just like, mm, like, oh, I want you to do this job, and he's like, I can't do this job. This is not what I yeah. thought you. Didn't you buy Maddox for that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm going to take you off. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's just, yeah. yeah it's, what do you, do you I, think, I think, Andrew? I think about Phil the... Neville was really labouring that point. What wasn't was he, he saying on, on Match Today about like when United play well, that's when Pogba plays well, and mm. and why you put on the shackles on him. Like most teams are sitting back against you. Like, you, surely Matic is a is, is a is a solid enough holding midfield player to allow Pogba to push further forward. But, but in that game, Chris Smalling was kind of a weird key to the game, wasn't he? <laughs> he 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 took down Gale on the corner of the penalty area, which I think Stonewall Stonewall penalty well, yeah, isn't Stonewall, it? Yeah. We're not yeah. we're not yeah. disputing that, are we? No. And he gets away with it. And then for some reason, he's a marauding centre half <laughs> in that kind of horse on the pitch sort of thing. Yeah, God. And he makes a dive on the halfway line. It, I, I mean, it's great to see a defender do a dive, <laughs> and particularly on the half lay line, and you're like, oh, and then for it to go so catastrophically wrong. He's about a foot away, you know. Yeah, he's, he's dangling his foot out for the for the falling over. I I mean, I just don't know if he's ever been good enough. I think I think they talked about him and Phil Jones as a partnership on Match of the Day as well. Sorry, it sounds like I'm just ripping everything off from Match of the Day, but I Didn't like they it. were so, they were signed as 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 the future of of England in particular. Mm. But you just don't trust either of them. But but the, the goal itself, I mean, that that Newcastle score was was like a kind of out to the right and then headed in the middle, and there was nobody in the centre yeah. of the penalty. No, there was no there. one there. Yeah. It was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, no, it's weird. I mean, there th- th- there is something fundamentally wrong with your setup at that point when, especially particularly this year, the giant of football that is Newcastle United can rip your team so far. They apart. were Rafford, I think it's safe to say. That. Yeah, that the, there's no <laughs> one in. Like the edge of the penalty area. Mm. To even it's a lovely goal, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's a lovely it? goal, but yeah. there's no no one even barely pressurising him. It's like I dare Look, say, as a as a northerner who lives in Clapton, yeah. I would say that Newcastle do love playing against Man United. Yeah, I mean, but you, that, you, hi, that history down back to the, the Albert days. Is, never won there, has he? That was yeah, the stat yeah, that well, came that out this week. Thing, I didn't yeah, know. He's but, never won at St James's. They, uh, they I the, don't uh, know. Got the hoodoo on him yeah. more so than anyone any other team. They absolutely. I say we absolutely love it when they go. Into now the other, the other story of the weekend, which I thought was interesting. I mean, obviously Chelsea got back into winning ways with a three 0 win, but that game was kind of the, high, the the sort of sad highlight for that was the was was storage going off after four minutes. I mean, as, as far as I understand, he'd gone there with a kind of with a, on loan with a with a strict sort of tra- a training regime that was going to get him ready for. I guess he was going because he wanted to play in the World Cup, and there he is, third appearance, and he's out after four minutes. I mean. Yeah, an innocuous challenge as well. Yeah, innocuous. I mean, I was looking through looking through the years since he came to Liverpool, and he he basically he came to Liverpool like house on fire. He scored ten goal. He scored ten goals in fourteen appearances in that from a January signing, and then scored twenty one goal league goals. These are in um, in twenty nine appearances when he was partnering Suarez, and that was his career best. And that 2013-14 season, he's never recovered from because he's never played more than I'm looking down it now. He's never played more than. 20 appearances but then 13 of those were from the subs bench so he's not managed more than 10 full games a season since 
2014. I mean, it's a bit of a sort of sad end to a career in it of a footballer who's. I think it's England's loss more than yeah. more than yeah. Liverpool's. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just misses Suarez, or it says a lot more about Suarez than it does about Sturridge. But I mean, I, I think it's one of those tragic things when you see with footballers who have bags of talent and mm. it just whether it's injuries or we you know might talk about it being a psychological thing with him mm. Klopp has but just not being able to be fit like whatever it is I don't I, nobody knows what it is it's the it's well the, apparently, it's the he's gonna, apparently he's going to be fit for the next West Brom game I, I, I mean know. he's had hip injuries had calf injuries had, he's had hamstring he's been ill he's had hip problems <laughs> he's been ill I mean that's a great one isn't it I mean how's your injured I'm yeah. not playing I'm ill <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's some, there is, it is tragic because there is something going on there. And if the fact that he'll go off after three, I think it was after three minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. so after three minutes, you're going to go off. But, you know, you're like, you've mentioned, you know, you've motioned over to the bench, taking yeah. off gaffer, I'm done. And yet, the next weekend, the following yeah. weekend, you're going to play. It's just like, yeah. It's like I think it plays classically into that prima donna kind of image well, of modern footballers. Plays isn't into it? what Klopp said. It's in his head. Yeah, and it's got a like you know, but the, and that's the worst case of psychological. And he can't fix it, can he? That's no, he the can't. Thing. Well, he, you seems, know, and yeah. he, he must be seeing sports psychologists that say, yeah. "No, no, it's not as bad." He must be because it's not the. But you know, you think of like Luke Shaw coming back for City. Mm. I mean, sorry for United, like a proper broken leg injury and everything. You're like. That's like Seamus Coleman. Seamus Coleman, I mean, yeah. Let's yeah. talk that about was double that man. He, man of the match performance yeah. Yeah. against Leicester the other week. The, like, that is I mean, he did go off at the weekend, which I'm worried about, and I don't, I don't know the extent of the injury, but man, what a, what a player and what a return that was. Yeah, and someone and the complete opposite. Yeah. In well, I think it was like 89 minutes, having been out for nearly a year, he was bursting forward, and if it hadn't have been for the fact that he was absolutely exhausted, he'd have played a through ball through and we'd have scored another one and like that I mean that's a just complete perfect example of that yeah. difference of mentality well look like, like now we, we do, uh, I guess we accept City going in the league this year yeah, yeah. Oh, it's definitely. safe to say yeah. I, so I try to hold on well. mentally for such a long time to keep it interesting for myself but, but I, think, it, I think the exciting no, no, unless something yeah. <laughs> unless something very bizarre yeah. happens so, so the exciting thing about the Premier League this year is probably who's going to go down more than, more than anything else um, looking at I mean, West Brom are the ones who've been cut adrift with last night's I, loss. I, yeah, I, but, but Stoke, Stoke are nineteenth, the second bottom. They've got twenty-five points, and Bournemouth a tenth, and they have got thirty-one points. So six points are separating ten positions in the league. That is pretty phenomenal. I mean, and 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 you look at the goal difference of these teams, and you kind of go, okay, that's worth a point now. And I think we might see for the first time teams survive on goal difference. What do you mm. think, Steve? Oh yeah, definitely. Well, and especially in the insane way that the, you know, the 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 scores are going. Like you know, Arsenal beat Crystal Palace by five, and then you know, like uh, Huddersfield win by four. You know, like beat <laughs> what, what? beat Bournemouth four yeah. one. You know, and it's like each team, like yeah, and uh, I, I think Southampton at two nil. I think they're down. I, no, but I think that they went. Do you know what? We're better taking two nil here. We ain't mm-hmm. going to win it. Yeah. But if we try and get a goal, we might end up losing four five nil, and that's worse. I've got I've got a feeling Southampton are down. Because like, I've got I think within the club, they have n- they haven't seen it coming for years. It must be galling yeah. watching Puel at Leicester. Well, it was it was <laughs> yeah. it was the perfect game against Liverpool, wasn't it? When they were 
were reeling down the players that Southampton have sold to Liverpool. Was, and you were like, wow, it was like, like, a, it was it was like a, a squad transplant. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was quite horrendous. Yeah, yeah. It? No, so I, I, and I just think that, that not used to the relegation battle. Yeah. Thing yeah. is going to be the thing that that's why I'm not cutting West Brom out yet, you know. Oh, okay. no, because they are, no, they they are no we're chance. talking about like goal difference, and, and obviously, if you can keep Sturridge fit, the big, the big eternal, yeah, riff. they got to win but games now. You know, they got, they, and also, against Chelsea, they've got history though, against Chelsea, surviving uh, one nil down, they had three guilt ed chances to score, and um, they didn't do it. And it, that is a classic. We're going down. Now, now, looking forward to the weekend, are you... Now, none of us have got a stake in the FA Cup this weekend. Mm. Have we? Yeah. No. Nope. None of us. Arsenal, Liverpool, no. Everton. I don't even know what was happening. Well, the Giants of Europe, not Forest. I guess if we pick out some highlights then. So we've got the, 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 the sort of giant killers, potential. Coventry are away to... Of, of League Two are away to Brighton. What do we think there? It's the magic of the FA Cup. You can't predict these things. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, and, and, uh, do, do, do you, I mean, the other one is... Uh, Coventry, I reckon Brighton would yeah. rather stay in the yeah, Premiership. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that's, that's the, the, thing, one, the yeah. one thing. It starts to get to that point. The later the, later the, um, the relegation battling Premiership teams are in there, the more that dilemma between, oh, God, do we rest people? Is this more yeah. important? Is a, good, is a good cup run good for mentality and, you know, pulling results together? Now the other, the other, that, that's at Brighton, so obviously that's that's a bit of a tougher yeah. ask. Whereas the the nice one is uh, Rochdale versus Spurs, and and <laughs> the manager and the manager's already doing the mind games because because they because they had an atro- they got an atrocious pitch there. Oh yeah, you got to bring your uh, and your... he says he says it's as perfect as it can possibly be. <laughs> yeah. If you like making sandcastles, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it is a uh, so. Do you, I mean, can 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 Tottenham go there and make a fool of themselves, or can Tottenham go there and just you know breeze through, Steve? Oh, they're going to make it fool themselves. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that without any bias at all? No, 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 no. no. I've, I've seen, I've read seen the tea leaves. No, I mean, no. I, you know, they're going. It, it's going to be tough as well because they'll be looking at that thinking mm. this should potentially get in, injuries a yeah. lot. I pick up mm. a lot of unnecessary injuries yeah. here, where they're pushing for top four because that's the other. Pochettino needs a trophy, doesn't he? I suppose yeah. if he's gonna if he's gonna put his, li- his excuse the pun put his line in the sand as being a, mm. a top manager, he needs a trophy, doesn't he? Yeah, and it's and you know it's, it's a good season for one to try and get one, and they're going to struggle to keep older Kane at the end of the season because Real Madrid. I feel like gonna... that's your Brexit talk there, Steve. That <laughs> Kane going at the end of the season. No, Real Madrid. They're going to someone's going to chuck a lot of money. Yeah. at him. Now the other the other the other, the other game that's a sort of Goliath one is Wigan versus City which is which is how the mighty have fallen you know that's, I know. that's the 2013 cup final winners who beat City and now, and now yeah the second no top of, top of league one top of league one right top of league one well the old the old second the old second yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, uh, yeah no I you know what's funny you say that because I was looking through the leagues and God, it's littered Bradford you know the teams that were in the Premiership yeah. that are just freefall. So and you look. Oh at no, Sun- it's a battlefield that, that yeah. kind of of the wounded. Where you well, know, you look at Sunderland and that you yeah. know it's like wow, a team that big. But it's like when you go when you gamble. So I mean, because you got in in other rounds, you've got Sheffield United, you got Sheffield Wednesday. You traditionally you would think of as top flight teams, and they're both Championship teams at the moment. 
I mean, do, does the FA Cup excite you as a, as a, as a thing? Oh, yeah. From, from looking at it now as, as not having a vested interest, can you, will you, this weekend, will you? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, do enjoy. Oh, no, they should bring it back. I, I don't want to seem like a, you know, old fogey Luddite here, but no, needs, to go, needs, to go, needs to go back to three o'clock on a Saturday and they need to follow the, the coach and just bring that back because I think... I was going to say this weekend, you've got two games Friday night, oh, two damn. games Saturday... Two, one game on Sunday and one game Monday night. You're like, that's not the, that's not the spirit of the cup, is it? You want everything happening at the same time yeah, yeah. and seeing what shakes out, don't you? Yeah. You know, and, and it's going to be interesting with the Qatar World Cup how that's going to they're going to lose they're going to lose some rounds of the FA Cup. Is that what they're saying? Well, they, I think yeah. they're going to have to. They've not announced that idea whether it's going to be. No, no, because there's going to be there will be a winter break. Now, very briefly before we finish, yeah. it's it's also this week. Well, we, we're talking today. We've got the first of the. The Champions League, um, Champions League return to the Champions League knockout phase, um, and I was looking at the, at the Labrooks odds for the, for the actual um, games, and you've got like Basel versus City. Like, who's going to win the overall tournament? And Basel mm. are four hundred to one to win the Champions League. Sounds City fair. at That's City at a ten, ten to three. <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, in terms of a plum draw, they got the perfect one there. Um, Juve versus Spurs is a sixteen to one versus twenty two to one. Wow! Well, uh, Juve have, lo- have let in one goal in their last sixteen games, so that will be pretty interesting. No, no, I think. I mean, and, and you think about it, that's going to be that's in the run up to like a game against Rochdale. You couldn't you couldn't go more kind yeah. of extreme, could you? Juve to then Rochdale. That'll be a tougher game than the Real Madrid game, said. I wish you'd have said that'd be a tougher game than Rochdale. <laughs> <laughs> Rochdale will win. And then we've got Porto versus Liverpool, which is a 150-1 to 1 outsider against a 16-1 to 1 for Liverpool to win the Champions League. And then two of the favourites really are going off against each other this week, yeah, which is uh, Madrid versus PSG. Of the stupidly wealthy clubs, Steve, which do you think is going to win that one? Real Madrid. What are you going, Andrew? Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like I have to go Real Madrid. I think there's just a, they've just got more... Champions League pedigree at the moment. And also PSG, like PSG have got everything to prove. Yeah, but PSG are a bit of a busted flush, aren't they? Yeah. It's not a team. I mean, I know you know you know there's, there's too much ag going on PSG. Yeah. Okay, well no, that, they can't even decide who takes the free kicks. Let alone, <laughs> let alone penalties. Let alone penalties. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, that's been the whistleblowers. Thank you guys. All right, Thank cool. you very much. Thanks for having us. This is a playback media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. The Whistleblowers is back for the season by Labrooks. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend to reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses speak to livingston today about our managed services over 50 multinationals across the world trust livingston to manage their software licenses visit livingston-tech.com for more information what's your thoughts on fulham chances are you don't think about them too much but nice away day by the river used to have a michael jackson statue and once did quite well under roy hodgson 
But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk and we're also available on all podcast platforms including iTunes, Acast and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.